2: U.S. trade representative to study whether America is getting fair treatment in all of its trade deals, including participation in the World Trade Organization. Officials will also look for ways that the deals are failing American workers and if there are violations. The administration says unfair competition with China and other trade partners has wiped out millions of factory jobs. That's one reason that voters turn to President Trump. Jackie Quinn, Washington.
3: South Korea's Joint Chiefs say a North Korean missile flew for several minutes and reached a maximum height of about 40 miles before apparently failing today. Correspondent Foster Klug has more. South
4: Korea and the United States say that North Korea has fired what appears to be a mid-range ballistic missile from an area near its capital, Pyongyang. The test apparently failed.
3: South Korea says it's still analyzing exactly what type of missile the North fired. President Trump is reaffirming his support for gun rights, telling attendees of the National Rifle Association's convention in Atlanta what he called an eight-year assault on their Second Amendment freedoms has come to an end.
5: You came through for me, and I am going to come through for you.
3: The president's trip to Atlanta yesterday also served as his first into a congressional race since he took office. After de- delivering his NRA remarks, he headed to a private fundraiser for Republican congressional candidate Karen Handel. Experts say Arkansas will have a harder time getting more lethal injection drugs after an unprecedented court challenge by a drug distributor and possible complications during at least one of the four executions the state carried out this month. This is SRN News. AM
5: 1280, The Patriot.
6: I'm Trina Webster.
5: And I'm Dan Webster, founders of Z Quiet. Let me be honest, I snored.
6: Yeah, he did. Crazy loud.
5: I was forced to sleep on the couch most nights.
6: Dan tried everything, including surgery, to solve his snoring problem.
5: Nothing worked.
6: So we turned to experts and created a solution that's a total game changer, a mouthpiece called Z-Quiet.
5: Not just any mouthpiece, one that gently opens the airway where the snoring happens. In fact, it's based on the same technology as treatments costing thousands of dollars.
6: It allows natural jaw movement so you can talk, breathe normally, and best of all, sleep comfortably without making a sound.
5: And what's really cool is that it couldn't be easier. Just pop it in before you go to sleep to kick snoring out of bed. So you can sleep quiet with Z Quiet.
0: Z-Quiet fits both men and women. Try it risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. Go to GetZQuiet.com or text SNORE to
7: 91011. Go to GetZQuiet.com or text SNORE to 91011. Hi, this is Daniel Altwig with Your Family Bank. You've heard me talk about getting totally out of debt, including your mortgage, in less than 10 years. I know what you're thinking. It's too good to be true. Well... Here is an example of a fellow Patriot family. Anonymous, of course, but here are the facts. A $290,000 mortgage balance with 22 years remaining and $40,000 of additional debt. Very typical. Using your family bank, this Patriot family will be out of debt in 9.8 years and save $103,000 of interest payments. This, of course, goes to the family's bottom line. That is what we do, and this could be you. Find out. Just go to daniel.yourfamilybank.org and click on the request tab at the upper right-hand corner. There is no cost nor obligation. daniel.yourfamilybank.org, upper right-hand corner request tab, daniel.yourfamilybank.org.
2: This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. Amid all the evaluations of the first 100 days of President Trump, What about considering the first hundred days of Democrats as the party of opposition? So far, they've shown a destructive tendency to repeat the same mistakes that cost them the election in November. First, they focus exclusively on attacking the president while counting on scandal to destroy their opponents. Second, Democrats continue to rely on identity politics, trying to rally minorities, women and gays with a sense of victimhood while demonizing white males. But identity politics doesn't work. In November, Trump got slightly more votes than Romney among blacks and Latinos, while Clinton failed among her fellow white women, losing that group to Trump by nine points. The practice of running strictly negative campaigns and dividing voters into warring demographic groups will lead Democrats to more defeats in the years ahead. I'm Michael Medved.
0: The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management.
1: Hey, good morning, everyone.
8: Welcome to Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan, broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. You know, your association members take tremendous pride in their communities, and you can help them maintain that pride with custom financing through Mutual of Omaha Bank, a lending expert that has worked with thousands of community associations. So whether you want to purchase real estate or equipment or just make repairs to common areas, Mutual of Omaha Bank can meet your needs with a team of dedicated local professionals. Call Tom Ingbloom at 312-209-2623, Mutual of Omaha Bank, member FDIC. I'm also brought to you uh, each week by the great folks at Extreme Exteriors and Bartlett Tree Experts. And uh, how are you doing today, Trevor?
7: Good day, Gene. It's a good day. Yes. uh, What do you think about, you know, Thursday, Friday, I kept hearing... Uh, snow on Sunday and Monday, snow, snow into Monday. I oh, go, we, what? Well, well, we have you, have we, we got it. We got that on Thursday. That, well, it's true. There's some flakes, but uh, come on, it, it, May now, and we're still, you know, edge of May.
8: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm doing great, but just are yeah. you are you having a hard time uh, dealing with that? That little bit of I don't understand. Snow blast? Minnesota. Come on, Minnesota, get it together. It's spring. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm oh, at. The, they will, and and you are because you said you're going to be moving. Yep, uh, soon to some new uh, digs around one of the lakes in uh, Minneapolis.
7: I'm hoping to. Uh, I put in the application, just waiting to get the thumbs
8: up so we can sign the lease. So, Woo-hoo. I right. know, I know. Good luck to you. Thank you. Well, hey, we've got uh, a lot to cover in today's uh, show, so let's begin as we usually do with property management in the news. In property management, in the news, we're going to deal with a story about a very special reform bill that's expected to go before the Florida legislature for a final vote. This bill is something we talked about just briefly last week on the show. Uh, If you recall, some uh, people in Florida, uh, specific uh, HOA activists, believe that uh, reforming the state statutes To now say some actions of a board of directors in their HOA is elevated from just being a civil matter to now being a criminal matter. question I want to ask is, is this really necessary? Is this really just uh, going overboard? What we're talking about is the situation uh, of a homeowner uh, requesting information and documents from their homeowners association. That's something that every member uh, in an HOA has uh, the right to ask for to see how the operations of the property that they're giving money to each and every month are, are going, how things are being run. And uh, so they have a right to take a look at contracts. They have a right to take a look at the, at, uh, the budget and financials and uh, so many uh, other things. But apparently people in uh, Florida believe that it's not happening quick enough. Some are uh, stalling. Uh, Some information isn't getting to homeowners, and they're saying, you know what? This is, we think, a criminal matter. And that's uh, the way we want it to be uh, looked upon from here on out. So we should ask, what really classifies as a homeowner as quote-unquote, not receiving information, not getting the cooperation from a board of directors in their association. So let me ask you, uh, listeners, um, should the standard for transparency in a homeowners association really be immediate disclosure at any time requested by a homeowner uh, for everything? After all, the person who is asking for the this information is going to say, well, hey, I'm I'm a member just like you are, board. Uh, aren't I entitled to it just like uh, you are in uh, taking a look at uh, the documents and information in the association? Well, there are a couple of times and a couple of things that really uh, could be a, a matter for an association to say, you know what, we're going to hold back on... Uh, releasing some of this information at this time, there's going to be some information the board would have a right to say, you know what, there's some information I don't think we can, uh, can sh- we share at all. What am I talking about? Well, let, let's talk about some instances where something like that could take place. Uh, let me ask the question, could something simply be a matter of timing, as I just said, uh, such as, uh, let, let me give you an example. Let's say the board is going out for bids uh, for a project or for a special contract, like the grounds care, uh, at the property. Now, is it fair for a homeowner who's a member of the association, let's say that they have, uh, it's the case where their company, their firm, is bidding in this uh, closed bid process. Uh, can they now say, hey, wait a minute, I'm an owner in this association, so I guess I should be able to take a look at the bids as they're coming in too. Would that really be fair? Oh, I think people say, oh, no, you know, in that case, that would be a conflict of interest. And so it's not a matter that you wouldn't show what the bids are, but an association may say during uh, that bid process, we won't Release what the what the the bid is that we accepted, what the contract is, until after we've made the decision, and that would be considered fair and not withholding information. You know, um, I mean, shouldn't a board have that right to make sure that the process uh, for bids and for contracts at the association is competitive as possible and uh, being able to be wise? with uh, the Homeowner Association's uh, uh, budget in the operation uh, of their money. What could be another situation that uh, could be a matter to uh, withhold information uh, for a period of time or, for, uh, or maybe uh, not even release it at all? Could some information actually be a matter of being protected from others because of privacy laws? Let me give you another example. How about the homeowner association that has a few members who are delinquent in their monthly assessments and obligations to the association and uh... they don't want uh... they don't want people to uh, to know what their situation is that they're that they're behind and uh... some own owners may be working with the board in putting together a payment plan to get caught up in our country we do have laws that are in place where privacy laws need to be maintained, and uh, we can't release that. I'm uh, reminded of an association that uh, we used to manage, and uh, uh, one of the, or several of the owners actually, said, were demanding of the board that they wanted information released and they couldn't uh, withhold it. And what were they looking for? They were looking for the delinquency accounts of all the homeowners. Well, what did they want to do? Well, they wanted to uh, then take it, uh, take that information, and they wanted to start, uh, start posting that on all of the elevators at the the condominium uh, where everybody resided. They thought that, you know, we could do something like the scarlet letter here and we could publicly shame everybody, and that would uh, help everybody to uh, to uh, keep current. And so, yeah, association could have a, a reason why that uh, they do. It could be for a person's uh, privacy that way. It also could be for a matter, uh, for example, a pending legislative matter that a board, or not a legislative, excuse me, a legal matter that a board is dealing with. I remember uh, another association that uh, we managed at, uh, a couple years ago, they were going through a lawsuit with one of the homeowners. That homeowner was also on the board of directors with all of the, and um was uh, really upset when the board turned to this person and said, well, now that we're going to be talking about uh, the lawsuit and you're suing us, uh, we're going to ask that you recuse yourself. Uh gentleman was very upset. He thought that, uh, especially being on the board, he should uh, be able to see all that information, but not when there is a conflict of interest. We understand some of these things, right? Uh, How about another example? When could uh, an association withhold information? Uh, Could something simply be just a ridiculous and time-wasting task? I'm reminded of another uh, association uh, owner who was always upset with their HOA and their board on every decision that was made. This person was a true contrarian. And I mean... If the board said up, he wanted it down. If they said left, he wanted right. If they said more, he said less. And, and he was making things difficult. And have you ever known someone like this where they will ask questions and uh, you begin by responding to all of those questions and no sooner than you get that out, but you get another email back and it begets another eight or nine questions. And then you try to stay on top of that, and you answer those questions, and then it begets another 10 or 12 questions. And sometimes people uh, are using it not because they really want information, but but what they want to do is they want to be a time waster. They want to tie up uh, everybody that's involved in the business of the HOA just to halt a process, to do it as a means of protest. So there are some concerns uh, that that a board has, and they can say, we don't think we uh, need to uh, reveal information at this time. But homeowners also, on the other hand, do have a right to information. We're going to talk about that a little bit more, but right now we're going to take a break. So you don't go away. You're listening to Where You Live on AM 1280, The Patriot, We'll be back after these messages. AM
0: 1280, The Patriot.
6: Do you want to change your life? Get out of your rut and achieve new goals? Hi, I'm Jessica Brighton. Every Tuesday at 3 p.m. on Wellness 1570, you and I will talk about ways to change your attitudes, mindset, and remove the roadblocks that appear in our paths. My goal is that you'll have a new lease on life as you wake up every day with positivity and the passion to live a fulfilling life. We can schedule some one-on-one time as well. So connect on JessicaBrighton.com and listen to Silver Linings and Lemonade, 3 p.m. every Tuesday on
9: Wellness 1570.
6: There is only one skin rejuvenation clinic in Minnesota. Only physicians provide the advanced laser and injectable treatments. Established in 2004, Skin Rejuvenation Clinic of Edina has been nationally recognized for their outstanding results. This clinic has the most body contouring and fat reduction options in the state. You can also choose treatments that erase or improve the signs of aging. Set up your free consultation with a physician. There is only one skin rejuvenation clinic. Skinrejuvenationclinic.net.
2: Back to doing what I love and more
1: When you're in pain, you need the Good Feet Store. Don't suffer from foot pain, sore ankles, tired legs, achy back and hips, or sore knees. Go to the Good Feet Store for your no-obligation custom fitting and immediately feel the difference. The Good Feet Arch Support System is designed to put your feet in an ideal position, redistribute body weight more evenly, and help relieve pain and stress. With over 350 styles and sizes to relieve your pain.
2: This is Michael Medved, and I wear my Good Feet Arch Support System in all of my shoes. I'm told they even work in high heels. I don't have experience with that. If you have stress, if you have tension, pressure, or pain in your back, hip, knees, ankles, or feet, call for your appointment, 855-554-3338. For your no-obligation
7: fitting, you can use your Flex Spending Accounts and most health savings accounts, too. Visit one of the three Good Feet locations, Bloomington, Maple Grove, and the
9: brand-new store in Maplewood. Thanks to the Good Feet Store. Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors.
1: To where you live with Gene Sullivan.
8: Welcome back to where you live, Gene Sullivan here, broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. The show is brought to you by Bartlett Tree Experts and Extreme Exteriors. You can count on Extreme Extreme Exteriors for expert installation of exterior siding, roofing, soffits, fascia, decks, windows, and more. With their knowledge and experience. They can design the perfect solution to make your home beautiful and energy efficient, saving you maintenance and money for years to come. Give them a call at 763 441 1334 and tell them Gene sent you. It's uh, time now to hear from the Community Associations Institute. The CAI Minutes brought to you by 24 Restore. The 24 Restore Cost Containment Program helps property managers and associations save money while still delivering the highest quality emergency restoration services for their residents. 24 Restore's unique program includes in-house loss assistance, future loss prevention, and reduction of your overall risk and liability. Now, for more information about this cost containment program, please visit twenty four restorecom that's 24Restore.com Now, if you're just joining us uh, in our first segment here, we were talking about uh, some very important legislation in the state of Florida. Uh, there are some people there who are saying that we need to uh, elevate uh, the actions that uh, a board member does in their HOA uh, from it being a civil matter to a criminal matter. That's right. There should be criminal uh, penalties uh, for uh, not getting uh, information to uh, a homeowner living in an HOA. And we just spent uh, some time in that first segment talking that there are some legitimate times that the association could say, we're going to withhold information for a period of time, and some information altogether because uh, of uh, privacy laws and other things that they are bound to uphold as well. But we also understand people uh, being frustrated if uh, they're not getting transparency with the board. And uh, in those situations uh, I gave you of uh, uh, what's happened in other homeowner associations, I can guarantee guarantee you that in all of those situations, the one thing they all had uh, in common, uh, they were examples of real bullies who in the HOA wanted to use tactics to get what they want, when they want, and how they want it. It had nothing to do with transparency and information. You know, for adults, on the other hand, I think we realize that, uh, number one, you don't always get your own way. Number two, compromise needs to take place. Number three, you don't resort to the demonizing of others or use libel and slanderous statements, half-truths, in order to uh, get your way. Well, uh, before we get a little bit further into this bill in Florida to see what it is it would do and why both proponents and opponents uh, of this legislation are really uh, adamant on uh, both sides of this coin here. Let's take a look at what is taking place. How does uh, the Minnesota state statute uh, regard the uh, importance of getting information from a member in a homeowner association to that person so that there's transparency and good communication. Okay, well, let's take a look at it. Minnesota state statute says several things. Uh, the first thing is if you as a homeowner feel like uh, there's information that you would like to see from your homeowner's association, and again, could be a contract uh, that has been renewed um, it could uh, be minutes of a meeting, what took place, uh, decisions that were made, um, a number of things. Uh, it could be the budget. It could be a copy of the financials, those kinds of things, the associations looking at a loan, what is the loan agreement. There are a lot of things that people would want. So in Minnesota, what you would do is it's important to, as state statute says, you need to make your request in writing couple reasons for that. Number one, let's be concise. Number two, let's be specific in identifying what it is that you want. Sometimes people just say, well, I want, and they really don't say anything specifically, and it's hard to know whether or not you're getting that for them. So you put that request in writing, and where do you send it to? Well, you send it to the known address of the homeowners association. Now, in most cases, the uh, HOA is going to be professionally managed, so that would be the address of the property management company, but in cases where there's self-management, uh, it could be a very specific email address, or it could be a PO box, but something where the request would be made. Now, Minnesota state statute goes on and says that uh, you have a right to take a look at that information. You're, so you make that request in writing, and it says that request for you to see it, uh, it is uh, it should not be. Uh, not allowed uh, during uh, the normal business hours in a work week. So they can't say, we're not going to allow that. If it's 8 to 5, Monday through Friday, you have uh, the right during those hours, during the work week, to set something up to see the documents, the information you want. Now, of course, once you've given them that list and you've given them a time and a date, there's a couple things you've got to show, and that's a little bit of flexibility, right? It's going to take time for someone to uh, pull together the information. And, uh, and then they ha- it has to work with their uh, schedule, too. So you want to allow for some uh, sensitivity there, okay, uh, when uh, people are going to get that established. But then the date's stab- established, and you show up at that address to look and review the information. Now it says in Minnesota State statute that you as a homeowner, after you've looked at the information uh, that you requested you can at that point say, I would like to get a copy of that information. And once you receive uh, that uh, information, that copy, you must be willing, of course, now to pay a, uh, a copy charge, uh, not to exceed uh, $0.25 cents, uh, a page. Uh, not that it would, but it can't go over $0.25 cents a page. Now, uh, if the homeowner doesn't get that information, let's say it truly is a case of non-cooperation, what do you do? Well, in Minnesota, it's not a criminal matter. It become, it stays a civil matter. And there's a difference. What is the difference between a criminal and civil matter? Well, we'll talk about that, but we're going to take a break, so don't go away. We'll cover that and more after these messages. AM
0: 1280, The Patriot.
9: There's a new show on Wellness Radio 1570, Silver Linings and Lemonade, every Tuesday at 3 p.m. starting March 14th. Energize, be inspired, and find the positives in your world. Jess Brighton is a life adversity and reinvention coach. Jess invites you to relax, discuss life, its challenges, joys, and possibilities. Take time out with Jess every Tuesday at 3 p.m. right here on Wellness Radio 1570. Finding support, inspiration, and a new friend on Silver Linings and Lemonade.
5: What's on your travel horizon? For some, it's the city. Others, a tropical oasis or perhaps a cultural experience. At Travel Leaders Apple Valley, we recognize travel as a personal experience. It's our ambition to give you the personal attention, expertise, and exclusive advantages to help you embrace the joy of travel as much as we do. Travel is more than just a booking. Our experts are your personal guide to the world. From advising you of all the options, sharing insider tips, to understanding the complexities... We have a passion for travel. Most importantly, our travel experts give you the peace of mind of knowing that you can rely on us throughout your entire travel experience. Whatever is on your travel horizon, for great offers on air, hotels, cruises, and more, contact Travel Leaders Apple Valley at 952-432-6272. That's 952-432-6272. Or visit travelleaders.com slash MN. When you travel with Travel Leaders Apple Valley, you travel better. Setting the standard in
0: association management. That's new concepts. Their professional staff is dedicated to top-notch customer care. This dedication has made them the leader at providing services to housing associations and homeowners. Your association may be looking for help with administration, consulting, financials, public relations, or vendor management. With over 140 years of combined experience, New Concepts is prepared to help you with all of your association needs, whatever they may be. New Concepts also offers construction, remodeling, maintenance, home staging, and real estate services. For all your association management or homeowner needs, call New Concepts. You can reach them at 952-922-2500. That's 952-922-2500 or online at newconceptsgroup.com, newconceptsgroup.com. New Concepts, setting the standard in association management and providing innovations beyond.
1: listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back to Where You Live. Gene Sullivan here broadcasting
8: from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. The show brought to you by Extreme Exteriors and Bartlett Tree Experts. You know, the folks at Bartlett, they are the total nerds of tree care. They are experts in every sense of the word. Did you know at Bartlett, they have a 350-acre research lab and arboretum? Not only are their PhDs constantly developing new techniques and treatments in tree care, but they also provide the support and training to all their field technicians so you get the best care possible. Bartlett's inventory management plans using Arborscope, the best in the business. Now, with their comprehensive understanding of value, condition, and the needs of your trees combined with their expertise, it means you get the most out of your dollar. Give them a call when you're ready at 763 763- and tell them Gene sent you. We're talking about, uh, of course, uh, in the state of Florida, very important legislation that's saying that if homeowners aren't given information uh, by their board of directors, it gets elevated to a criminal matter uh, in how board members are treated. And I'm saying, boy, is it necessary. We've talked about times now when... uh, the board is uh, right in withholding information for a period of time or altogether, where he talked about uh, what is the uh, process in Minnesota state statutes. And um, I think uh, what we should uh, take a look at uh, now is, uh, why would someone want to say that it should be a criminal matter versus a civil matter? Well, there's a couple reasons that come to my mind. Number one, I think when you deal with a civil matter, what you're saying is, Someone hasn't, in a clear-cut manner, broken the law. Like if someone steals, that's against the law. At that point, the government government agencies take over in the prosecution of an individual, and uh, in, in those cases, in a civil matter, it is a matter for open for interpretation. Maybe the information the person's asking for is uh, privacy issues, and and uh, why the board can't do it. And anyway, it's a civil matter, which means you go to civil court. And uh, when you do that, there's a small fee that you would have to pay. Uh, but then it is uh, up to you to give some of your time and some of your money to initiate this uh, to get a judgment in, in your favor. When you do, you get uh, the, the uh, money for the filing fees and that back. And you get, uh, you get the, the writ uh, restitution, the tune that says uh, the judgment saying you're allowed this and you move forward. Uh, in a criminal matter, uh, boy, uh, that's when uh, that's when the the police are involved. That's when we're talking about jail time. That's when we talk. We're talking about uh, prosecution from uh, uh, city or county attorneys, and uh, we're talking about something that is elevated. And uh, but some of the uh, proponents for this bill in Florida said, "Yes, that's exactly what should happen." Uh, it, it seems like they are just really upset with. Uh, the fact that there are some cases where they have not been able to get information. And so we're talking about it. Is it going overboard? Uh, who are some of the, uh, we've talked about the proponents for this bill, but who are some of the opponents of this legislative initiative? I think it's very important to see that uh, some of them are members of CAI. Uh, others are, there are a good number of legislators, both on the Democratic and Republican aisle, both sides of the aisle here, who uh, both say uh, this is not uh, this is not necessary. This is probably uh, overreaching. Who else are opponents of the legis- this legislative initiative? Uh, it's also interesting members of the Florida Bar. Uh, now proponents are angry because uh, apparently this last week there was some uh, special. Uh, negotiating because you need to have a bill that uh, is going to be in sync with the House version and Senate version, and so you have to draft things that are similar. And in doing so, they wanted to uh, take out the language about criminal penalties and elevating this to a criminal matter. Now, proponents are angry. They're saying, nope, that's really what this bill is all about. That's what is most important, and that's what they're angry about. And they're saying, well, this, you know what's taking place? You've got the people from the Minnesota Bar. You've got other attorneys. All this is, is a matter of special interests and lawyers getting together to destroy the bill. And my uh, response is, really? Well, uh, aren't you the proponents for this bill also a special interest? All a special interest is is a group of people who says, we have a specific uh, issue that's important to us. So uh, let's not take a look at the term special interest as necessarily a, a bad, evil thing. That happens anytime people are getting together and negotiating, okay? And, uh, and so that's why uh, these proponents uh, found a legislator that was willing to write the bill and, uh, and uh, tried to move it forward. Uh, what is staying in this bill, though, is uh, being clarified. And there is there are items that are going to be considered a criminal matter. What are those? Well, there was embezzlement, fraud, flaw, uh, falsification of documents and signatures. And, you know, it's interesting, uh, and what isn't being noted in that article at all, but I'm going to bring it out here, there's no one that's not against those measures. Everybody, everybody says, yes, a criminal matter for embezzlement, Fraud, falsification of documents, signatures, uh, and all of that in the, the in an HO, in HOA? Yes, because that is dealing with the livelihood and uh, the homes of uh, countless people in that uh, homeowners association. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what takes place here, and uh, we'll keep our eye on it. But it looks like the bill has probably been diluted enough to where does make it sense. Well, I tell you what, uh, we've got one more segment and another story we want to cover. So let's take a break right now. And then we'll get to that. When we get back, you're listening to where you live on AM 1280, the Patriot. See you in a few AM
0: 1280, the Patriot.
6: There is only one skin rejuvenation clinic in Minnesota. Only physicians provide the advanced laser and injectable treatments. Established in 2004, Skin Rejuvenation Clinic of the has been nationally recognized for their outstanding results. This clinic has the most body contouring and fat reduction options in the state. You can also choose treatments that erase or improve the signs of aging. Set up your free consultation with a physician.
9: There is only one skin rejuvenation clinic. Skinrejuvenationclinic.net Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors. We are a trusted family owned business that provides expert inspections and installation of roofing, siding, decks, gutters, windows, and more. For over 20 years, Extreme Exteriors has serviced single and multifamily home exteriors. Visit us on the web at XTREMEXteriors.com or give us a call at 763 441 1334. We're here for all your home exterior needs.
10: If you have hair loss, then I have great news for you. This is Mike Greenley, familiar voice with Minnesota hockey fans. I urge you to log on to iNeedMoreHair.com. I'd like to introduce you to the only permanent solution to hair loss: iNeedMoreHair.com. You will find some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in Minnesota. Their doctors have given, from around the world, including some of the most prominent celebrities, a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. If you have hair loss and want more hair, go to iNeedMoreHair.com. Here's the best part. Their technique is so advanced, their results are guaranteed in writing, and their prices are the best in the business. Prices as low as $3 per graft. Their office is conveniently located in Egan, near 35E and Diffley Road. I Ineedmorehair.com will allow you to see a more confident reflection of yourself. That's I Ineedmorehair.com. The consultations are free, and the results are amazing. Check out Ineedmorehair.com for complete details. That's I Ineedmorehair.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford
0: New Concepts also offers construction, remodeling, maintenance, home staging, and real estate services. For all your association management or homeowner needs, call New Concepts. You can reach them at 952-922-2500. That's 952-922-2500. Or online at newconceptsgroup.com. newconceptsgroup.com. New Concepts, setting the standard in association management and providing innovations beyond
1: you're listening to where you live with gene sullivan welcome back to where you live
8: i'm gene sullivan we've got a, a story that uh, caught my eye uh, and uh, the title said there's a couple caught hiding their baby from anyone else's knowledge or attention at the condominium association they're smuggling their baby in and out uh, why would they do that well we're, we'll talk about What's going on uh, with uh, this couple, and in, uh, in this case, uh, in just a moment. But I uh, wanted to say welcome back. We're, of course, uh, broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. Shows brought to you by Bartlett Tree Experts, Extreme Exteriors. Uh, but it is time now to hear from the Minnesota Multi Housing Association. The MHA Minute is brought to you once again by 24 Restore. The 24 Restore Cost Containment Program helps property managers and associations save money while still delivering the highest quality emergency restoration services for your residents. 24 Restore's unique program includes in-house loss assistance, future loss prevention, and reduction of your overall risk and liability. For more information about this cost containment program for property managers, please visit 24Restore.com. That's 2 restorecom
4: Do you need products to successfully run your rental property business? Interested in a class about fair housing or rekeying locks? Want to use the plain language lease that is used by the majority of rental property owners in Minnesota? Then you should visit mmha.com. That's two Ms, mmha.com. That's the website for the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association, the most comprehensive resource in the state for owners of everything from a duplex to hundreds of units, and for townhome and condo associations as well. They've been around for 40 years and put on hundreds of seminars, publish a monthly magazine, sell attorney general approved leases, and have countless other tools for property owners. While they are a membership organization, all of their resources and seminars and their annual convention and their spring conference and their orientation programs are open to everyone. For more information, visit the website, mmha.com. So it
8: sounds kind of funny, doesn't it? To uh, hear the headlines read in a story, there's a couple caught hiding their baby. From anyone else's knowledge or attention at the Condominium Association, why would they be doing that? Um, well, let me uh, read the first uh, paragraph here in this uh, article. It uh, says, uh, Edmonton, Alberta. It said, uh, Michael Yans and Sally Tang hide their two-month-old child, Miles, as if he was a bag of drugs when they walk between their car and their suburban Edmonton condominium. They're quoted as saying, we call him baby Moses because he's not allowed in Egypt, and we have to carry him under our coat If we're going uh, through uh, the uh, parking area, Jan said. He said uh, there are glances and stares at you that you get from your neighbors. Tang added, they look at you and wonder. If it's a 21 and older building, why is there a baby? It feels like we're criminal. It feels like we're hiding him. Well, it's not feels. it. That's exactly what they're doing. But uh, it sounds kind of a strange Uh, comment, doesn't it? I mean, uh, those of us here in the United States will say, hey, wait a minute. Um, How can, uh, there can't be uh, anybody that has, uh, that can uh, limit someone's ability to be in a building because of their uh, age. Uh, The only thing we have is we have the exemption for elderly buildings, 55 plus. But there's a special process they have to go through. And some vetting they have to do each and every year to keep and remain to have that status. But uh, what makes it different uh, there? Well, number one, it's Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. And uh, what's interesting is they're the very last uh, province in Canada that actually does allow for a building to have an age restriction uh, placed on there. Now, this age restriction uh, can be something that uh, can be in a rental or a homeowner association. So, uh, you're, uh, so, uh, a landlord, uh, has a right to be able to say, this is going to be an age restricted building, 21 plus. So only adults, no children. Um, and, uh, that would be just fine. I guess if they wanted to make it, uh, 45 and and pl- uh, plus, they could do that. So age is not, uh, a, a discriminating factor. And so they're saying, you know what, they can go ahead and do that. um. And uh, conceivably, I, I suppose they could also have uh, a family-only building as well. And that's okay. In Alberta, in Edmonton, Alberta, it's not considered discrimination. What do you think of that? Do you think that sounds kind of crazy to you? Is it uh, awful and backwards of them in Edmonton to, uh, in Alberta, to handle it that, that way? Or is it okay to allow a free market to determine the relevance of uh, buildings, uh, the people that will will, uh, live there and the ones that won't, because in a free market, people say ultimately, people are going to support that idea or not support it with their pocketbook. Well, what are the facts of this story? Well, it's interesting, not all buildings by any stretch of the imagination are an age-restricted building. This is a choice in the marketplace. People are bringing this this matter, though, now to court, wanting to ask for the court to make a decision to be handed down that would not allow this to continue on. What's interesting in Edmonton is that the court has stayed making any decision currently, waiting rather for the provincial legislation the legislators the people in the in the alberta assembly to take place and to further define to limit uh... the ability of a building to have restrictions or to clarify things a little bit more uh, before they come down with a, uh, a judicial action and you know what i kinda like this it's kinda refreshing you know uh... it is Not for, uh, I'm uh, probably uh, of the mindset that I don't like to see activist judges who will come down on a decision and do something based on um, feelings or, or preferences. But I like to see them uphold the law, and that's exactly what happened here. The judge in this case said, you know what, I'm going to kick this matter to the Assembly, to the legislators... Let them write a law. Let them explain things a little bit more, uh, uh, a little bit better, and then I will uphold that law. Uh, But you know, we don't have that. uh, Unfortunately, uh, what's the norm here in the United States? uh, Have been we've had a lot of legislators, people in Congress, that don't have a backbone. So instead of taking a stand on a controversial issue, coming out with a law uh, to uh, to uh, vote on. They'd rather it go to a court to decide. They'd rather it go to a regulatory agency to make a decision. Why? Because it keeps them elected and in their job, and it's kind of a coward's way out instead of saying, hey, we elected you, and guess what? You made a decision we don't like, so you don't get to stay. But uh, what do you think of this idea of age restriction? Now, this young dad, uh, his name's Michael Yan, said... It is a distorted market that signals, uh, he said that sending a signal uh, that we're sending to families, that before you start having children, you have to go out and buy a single detached home in a neighborhood. Let's take a look at his statement. Is that an accurate and factual one, or is it an emotionally charged statement? Let's uh, take it apart. The first thing he said is, it's a distorted signal we are sending families. Uh, Is that really a distortion that's taking place? Uh, Isn't it normal? Isn't it the norm for a family to actually plan uh, ahead? Uh, Seems to me, even uh, if you had people that weren't trying to have a child, uh, and then they find out that uh, they are pregnant, you know what, you still have some advanced time uh, to make some decisions. Didn't most people, when they begin to have kids, uh, start making uh, different decisions? I remember I did. Uh, when I was first married, I had a motorcycle. My wife and I would, uh, would go on that motorcycle. Guess what? When, uh, when child number one came, there was no motorcycle driving anymore. Uh that's right. Uh yeah, a two-seater small uh, uh convertible? No, no, we're not getting that. You got to get something that uh you can that's going to be safe and that you can uh, uh haul kids and groceries and everything around. Now, well, when you uh begin to have kids, don't you make a decision You say, "Hey, wait a minute. You know what? Uh, maybe we have to live in uh, s- somewhere else." I know we did. We said, "You know what? We used to live in the city at that point, but we said, "Maybe we need to change because in a year or two, we're going to have uh, a child or children. They're going to b- want to be outside and run around and play. Are we close to a park? And so, yeah, there's different decisions you make as you go through different parts of your life. And uh, and so uh, for this person, it should not have been a surprise. Uh, and the other thing that uh, I always stand on is that uh, this homeowner was not obligated to purchase in the Homeowners Association. There are... All kinds of uh, HOAs where they could, uh, they could have purchased. And, uh, you know, if I want to have a dog in an HOA and, the, and there's a prohibition on pets, you know what, I'm going to think about it and say, hey, maybe there's some other place I ought to live. And, uh, but apparently uh, for Yans and Tang, that was something they thought was uh, uh, something unreasonable to ask of them. Uh, Next, he made the statement, he said, you know, I'm forced to buy a single-family detached home in a neighborhood. Again, I'm going to ask, really, is that your only option? Well, not according to a few people like this, because if you read the article, you'll find out that, number one, there's a gentleman by the name uh, of David Cummings. He's an attorney who specializes in HOA law in uh, Edmonton. His quote was, I've been in this industry for many years. He said age discrimi- uh, discrimination cases really aren't a burning issue. He said, I would estimate that only 10% of all the housing stock has any kind of age restriction on it at all. There's another quote by a man by the name of Raj Dahuna. He's the uh, COO of a large uh, developer in Edmonton called Regency Developments, uh, one of the, the largest ones uh, in uh, uh, in the area. Well-established HOA developer. Here's what they said. They said, we just finished a 30-story condominium project. It's the tallest in Edmonton to date. It does not have any age restrictions on it. He went on to say, Uh, We have not had an age-restricted building in our past either, although we've considered it. So here you have a quote saying it's not really a burning issue. Someone else says um, there are a lot of developers and a lot of people saying, no, uh, there's other product out there that you could go to. So is this a matter of discrimination, or is this a matter of a couple that uh, uh, just weren't thinking things through and now they want to try and get everything, uh, everything done. Where, was their, where, uh, was, uh, where were their activist uh, views uh, before they moved in? Where were their activist views to say this is unfair and working to change the law after that? This is just someone who said, uh, hey, our circumstances have changed and now we think everybody else ought to agree and understand that we should be able to have it uh, our way. And uh, in a homeowners association, uh, that kind of thing I don't think should, uh, should really fly at all. Uh, what Edmonton uh, eventually does, or Alberta, uh, either way in this discrimination issue, uh, is fine with me. If the province decides that you can't do it anymore, uh, it will be something where hopefully the people will have spoken. And that is really the important part of the story. In self-governance at all levels... It's the understanding and appreciation of the principle I talk about all the time, the consent of the majority. And uh, that is a a powerful thing and a necessity in a free and civilized society. So whether it's an age restriction in a condominium, a pet restriction, a rental restriction, uh, even one on smoking, the consent of the majority is primary. And it's important to realize the ability for a homeowner's association to have the self-determination to say this is how we're going to live because we've decided this on our own is important and needs to be respected. Well, that's all the time we have for today's show. Thanks for joining me as always. Have a great weekend, and I look forward to having you with me here next Saturday on Where You Live.
5: to be loved by you.
11: Ballroom or sanctuary. WNAV can provide you with audiovisual equipment and expertise quickly, smoothly, and efficiently. And we've been serving Minnesota since 1983. Learn more about what WNAV's technicians can do for you online at wnav video.com. That's wnav video.com. WNAV audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. From the Nexus Capital Management
5: Studios, this is AM 1280, The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis,
3: St. Paul, Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump marking his first 100 days in office by working it into his weekly radio and internet address.
5: Our country is going up and it's going
11: up.
3: Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence
0: Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military.
1: Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off
3: alarm bells.